Welcome to the Amateur Movie Review Hour. I'm Trevor. With me, I have Josh and I have Megs. Hello. Hello, friends. And ben, before we get into our review of, um, oh, geez, Dark Man. Oh, How the hell could I forget? I was just yeah. fucking writing Who shit. Who forgets Dark Man? <laughs> um, I wanted to talk a little bit about skin grafts. I always want to talk about I was skin curious grafts. what you were going to bring <laughs> up because there was 14 things that I was like, there's something going on here. Uh, a skin graft, oh, and my uh, my source is uh, woundevolution.com. Uh, a skin graft is um, where doctors take healthy skin from one part of the body and transplant it to cover skin that's been damaged or missing or cannot heal on its own. That's uh, how you get nipples when you get new boobs. You oh, get really? it from your butt. Oh, yeah, they don't move the nipples. They my girlfriend replace has the nipples. Barbie boobs right now. She has no nipples. Wow. They just put boobs on, but no nipples. So it's just plain like a Barbie. And they will have to take some skin from her butt to make some nipples. Hmm. I, w- I, would, I would like to see a documentary on that. She would probably show you. She would love to show. I haven't seen them because we were in Chula, but she wanted to show us. Thank God we were in a restaurant. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. That usually keeps people from getting naked. Sometimes. Sometimes, yes. Not all the time. Not all the time. Um, skin grafts are most commonly recommended as a treatment for burns or infection, surgery to remove skin cancer, uh, skin ulcers, bed sores, pressure injuries, or slow healing or large wounds. Uh, there are different types of skin grafts. There's the split thickness skin graft which the top layer or the epidermis is removed as well as the second layer or dermis uh this type of graft the stsg usually covers large areas of damaged or missing skin um from the thigh butt belly or back it's normally around that area because yeah yes mm-hmm. uh there is a full or a full thickness skin graft mm-hmm. which is going to be the entire top and secondary la- layers of healthy skin um they're used they the procedures require thicker skin for transplantation um that's normally from cadaver i believe right i I, it doesn't say here but i it's possible um there is a composite graft uh during which uh the composite graft procedure cartilage and other soft tissues are transplanted as well as the skin um composite grafts usually repair damage to the nose fingertips or ears bioengineered skin graft these are skin grafts that dramatically improve your treatment options by accelerating healing for for slow healing wounds without surgery bioengineered skin is a skin substitute produced in a lab um so that's skin grafts uh I don't know anybody. You 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 know somebody who's going to be getting this or utilizing. Skin well, I know grabs. actual from from burns. Oh, from burns. I had some stupid friends. Uh, then they went out and they were throwing firecrackers out of windows of a two door car. One happened to bounce off of a stop sign and go back into the car, light the car on fire. The two guys got out of the front seat and did not get them out. So they got burnt through their assholes severely. Oh. So they did the the probably the composite or sure. the, the the most severe one, yeah, on most of their lower bodies. But they were burnt like like I believe it was forty percent of their body. Wow. It was a lot. 
Um, that they is had to quite be, a bit. They a both lot. had to be induced into comas. Sure. For, I want to say, two months, roughly. Wow. And, yeah, just one thing. When they do that, when you're induced into coma, you have a catheter. And if it's in there too long, eventually your dick turns into a sprinkler. That's what I've learned what? from my friend. Because the hole doesn't go back the way it was supposed oh, to. Oh, yeah. it, it so, doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. So you it's have, been stretched to mm-hmm. its max and won't doesn't have the elasticity. I guess. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's their life now. And also, oh. uh, all there are a million other things. Like it just like when you get burnt that bad, your body gets fucked up. Oh, I bet. I bet. Like, so yeah. I've I've not received that severe of a burn, yeah. but I've burned my hand. On mm-hmm. on taking a taking a pan out of the oven. Oh yeah, like yeah. that 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 put me out of work. Were I couldn't you... work for like a good five days because I oh. had nothing to do. I couldn't use, use this hand, hand. Yeah. at all. Yeah. Like I got I got extremely lucky. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. I've had a catheter before. I've not had a catheter. I haven't either. I've no. had a catheter, and yeah, you do kind of. I didn't. My pee went back to normal, but you do. Spray but it's over first. a long time. Yeah, yeah I only yeah. had it for like a few days. Yeah, but it was great because you don't feel yourself peeing at all. It's shit. kind of like it takes away a lot of the work. Yeah, you don't like, have to do anything. I got shit. I'm, I I'm, had no I'm idea peeing. I was peeing. <laughs> like you don't know at all. Like you don't feel this. Oh, it, it goes all it, the way yeah. up into the yeah the, 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 yeah. Dang. Like there's no sensation of peeing. You don't feel like you have to pee. It's just weird. And then I when feel you like pee- it's very different for men and women though, because you know, like, well, what if we wake up with a morning wood? Does it do anything? Like, does it get weird? Um. Oh. I don't yeah, what's, know. What's the boner situation? I they're, don't know what the boner. They're, they're they're. I don't know. I I, I uh, uh, if you've had a catheter, please put um, it in the comments. Yeah. yeah. Come, us tell know. us or email us at the amateur if you've movie had a review con- hour at gmail Yeah. If you've had a catheter and a boner at the same time, we would like to know what the results were. Yeah. And yeah. Please. Yeah. No pictures. Yeah. We'd rather not uh, see yeah, pictures. Send a picture. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Let's see it. Let's see it. Inquiring minds. Yeah. Right. The faint of heart. It, it, We're it, not them. It is. It is purely for just uh, knowledge. That's it. I don't. Yeah. You don't have to dress it up. Please don't dress it up. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Unless it looks like Dark Man. What is the amateur movie review hour? Before we began our podcast, the three of us curated a list of approximately a hundred movie genres. We then fed that list to a magical random generator that we used to provide us with the movie genre. The three of us take turns choosing movies to watch that fit into the chosen genre. We then watch that movie and attempt to return bi-weekly to review and discuss that movie. The only movies that we have banned are Marvel and DC movies from the past 15 years. I am not a professional movie reviewer. I just love to watch movies and then review those movies with my friends and you, my fellow screen fiend. Okay. They... The today today uh, the movie that we're going to review tonight is Darkman. It was um, the director and the story are Sam Raimi. The screenplay was done by Chuck. The PF always gets me. So it's Farrer, I think. Uh, Chuck Farrer. Yeah, the P is silent. Yeah. Sam Raimi and his brother Ivan Raimi. And then two other brothers, Daniel Golden and Joshua Golden. The uh, actors for this movie are Liam Neeson, Francis McDormand, Colin Friels, and Larry Drake. The release date was August 24th, 1994. And the runtime is 96 minutes. Josh, why this movie? 
So, I mean, there's the, the category is very, you know, the, it, it does have a small window, but I did want something that is superhero esque, and he does have that essence to him, even though it is semi not anti hero, but um, he writes a that darker point. line, yeah. And I just I remember watching this as a kid, and it just it's always stuck with me. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, the like the I, didn't, I was not even aware until we watched this again that it was Raimi. Like, honestly, like I had no idea. And there were so many little small pieces that make sense as I got older. I was like, oh, and, and Danny Elfman did the score. Mm-hmm. And there was like, there was a bunch of shit. I was like, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the Coen brothers are connected to it in a small way. Like, really? A, oh, yeah. They, I missed they did that. Some, they did they rewrites. Did editing and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah okay. And Francis McDormand's in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And supposedly they were in the movie in small cameos, but. Some people say if you flinch, you can miss them, and some people bet, say it doesn't look like that. The, I bet you it's the. I, I'm going to take a stab, and I'm going to say the doctors. No, no it's oh, the okay. helicopter scene at the end where when he's like hitting cars. They okay. were in the Oldsmobile. They were oh, in the Oldsmobile okay, that okay. hits them, I believe, because you you'll see them briefly. I missed that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, but I've always enjoyed this movie. I don't know. There, there's like like. like I was talking to somebody, or uh, no, it was us, yeah, and somebody else too, about like just the little things that have always stuck out of my mind, like when I watch this movie, and it kind of like 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 stayed true. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see how I rate it now. So that'll mm-hmm. be you know we'll find out about that. <laughs> Make now me- you've never watched it, right? I've never watched it in its entirety, but I've seen par- bits and pieces over the years, yeah. just okay. because of cable, you know, it was yeah. just on. It was um, on cable, yeah. But, I, you know, it came out in, what, 1990. I was in high school. It wasn't something I really wanted to yeah. see for some reason. I mean, I think it was more... Did I you, thought my little brother watched it, but he didn't. He you're talking two years removed from Batman. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Michael Keaton, Batman. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was 80. Yeah. Was that 88? Uh, that uh, was 89. 89. Yeah. So, so it was one, only one year. year. Yeah. One year removed. And apparently, Raimi was trying to get. He was Batman. trying to get Batman, and this was kind you know, of his. This and was still, Elfman on it. Yeah, I thought I I I had read it was the Shadow. I had read no. He, that wanted, that the he wanted the Shadow. He wanted Batman. He he, wa- he had this inkling of like superhero movies are going to be a thing right now. Yes, like there's a big property here that no one's touching, and uh, he was like. Because they did some of those like shitty, like eighty things. Raimi like didn't those... have the clout yet. He wasn't no. going to be able to get those he, movies, he, and he no. really wanted those movies. So he made his own superhero movie, and he just kind of yeah. based it on Batman, The Shadow, yes, and, yeah, and Spider Man. Like he sure. just kind of took them all and I think then put them in. More there. of an amalgamation of a lot of different things, though. Oh, like, sure. Like, yeah. Like they took powers from a lot of different things. Like it's 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 a bigger. You had the darkness and stuff, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, just the, like, his, his, like, oh, if he gets, like, angry, like, he'll get stronger. That's the whole, obviously. Sure, sure. That's fucking, it's very evident. No, it doesn't but, feel pain. Yeah, the trauma know. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And then, being, and knowing Raimi, like, when I was, in 1990, I wouldn't have noticed that it was a Raimi film. Watching it now, you can't not know it's a Raimi film. Like, yes. I mean, just For the, the camera, and a half, like the camera, sudden, the, the close, out, like, the, yeah. the far to, the zoom far to close in, zoomings. Like, yeah, yes. That it's a Raimi movie. The, the cuts, yeah. the 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 weird, the 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 music that plays during certain scenes that just mm-hmm. makes it almost feel comedic. Yeah, where you find yourself laughing. You're like, why am I laughing? Like, yeah. this isn't supposed to be funny, but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, like in the, like in the opening scene. I had a problem with Drake in the film because at the time he was known for <laughs> L.A. Law, playing sure. a retarded person on L.A. Law, and. I had trouble seeing him, and it, that was the only thing I'd ever seen him in before. And 
I know over the years he did a lot of stuff. He did Daddy Warbucks. You know, he did a lot of stuff. But I Dr. didn't. Dr. Giggles. Dr. Giggles. I, 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 and I never saw that. I saw it on the, the video store Oh, wall. it's trash. Yeah. I, but I, I didn't know him as an act, like as a straight actor there, you know? So it was really hard for me to see him in a role like that mm-hmm. where it was like, well, that doesn't make sense. How was he playing that role? You know, like he, cause he did such a great job on LA law. But he, weirdly enough, he was the only like character or person that was like that character. And they really, from, from what I've read and seen, that they really didn't try to um, do any like other casting for for the most part. No, he specifically yeah, wanted because him. Yeah. like as we talked about before, they wanted for the main character, um, Wild Bill Paxton. Wild mm, Bill okay, Paxton. Okay, that would have worked. Um, Gary Oldman and also Bruce Campbell. Was, mm. But Bruce Campbell didn't get it because he wasn't big enough. He yet. didn't have any clout. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Oldman turned it down. I think uh, Paxton Paxton's, was doing something else No, at the Paxton time. says that he was going to go read for that movie and he told his good friend Liam Neeson's who then went and read for the movie and took the role. <laughs> and that's what they say. You know, that's, that's supposedly what Paxton said about it. I have a little trouble believing that they were friends at the time. They hadn't worked together yet in Next of Kin, which was a few, like, what, two years later? Unless it was, like, studio, same studio stuff. Yeah, they could have known each other. It just just seems weird. Neeson's is uh, an Irish actor, and he was doing some Hollywood stuff. He did the great movie Satisfaction. We tried to do a impersonation of Bill. He'd be like, hey, hey, Liam, what's going on there? You know, a little little southern and he's like, Mm -hmm. like, what do you want, Bill? That's, That's a little Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, it always goes Sean Connery. I, I can't help it. He's he's the best. Uh, Bruce Campbell may have been sort of passed over uh, for that because he hadn't, you know, Bristol hadn't. County Junior was uh, released in '93, and yeah. Yeah. that you know, Ramy, 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 yeah. and both Ramy and Bruce Campbell really were underground. Yeah. famous like because yeah. the yeah. evil dead they were indie like, guys yeah. they were indie yeah. film but guys that's and- the thing but it, like horror movies and things like that they really didn't mainstream that though it was like oh look at that this is like mm-hmm. but it wasn't like it's Freddy Jason Michael stuff if we're trying to make a blockbuster we're not going to give it to a guy that doesn't have like the clout so yes. yeah Bruce yes. Campbell still is that underground guy even though he's had a few yeah. mainstream things he still is a Raimi guy yes. and even a lot of the information they got for their um the, the the trivia for this movie was from Bruce Campbell's book. That's yeah, true. It was yeah. it was Bruce Campbell talking about the making of this book or of this movie and how I think he feels like it's part his because he was there all the time. You know, sure. he was on set all the time. He was working on the movie and he even got to play. You know, he was in the movie, but mm-hmm, he has mm-hmm. a small role and <laughs> very. And, small. But he was also <laughs> doing voice work for the movie. Yeah, and also I mean his really? whole career mm-hmm. has been like. He does somebody like, yelling and screaming, you know, like, okay, ah, okay. You know, his cult. He's a cult. Yeah. Hero. yeah. He's a cult. He, I'm going to say, I don't know, it's a category. He's a cult icon or he's cult, a cult hero? He's a cult icon. You want to call it icon? Both. You yeah. could say both, yeah. whichever. Okay. Yeah. But I would say he's a cult icon then, as you yeah, call it. Yeah, definitely. And that is paying dividends now with stuff, you mm-hmm. know, but oh, yeah. during that period, no, because that was a lost time, you know, up until like the big blockbusters came mm-hmm. which is like 94 which was like Jurassic Park stuff like that that transformed the whole movie like, yeah. thing in my opinion because now you got CG involved and stuff like that so you're almost second nature to that you have to be a better actor a better performer so but I think oh, yeah. it also shows like what kind of guy Sam Raimi is and their their friendship is so important that he's always kept his close friends close mm-hmm. and he was good friends with Cohen I mean his fucking brothers and everything yeah, yeah it, like, well his 
Sure. And then and his sure. other brother helps write the movie. His right. other brother's a physician, and that's why he helped write the movie because they needed like he needed somebody with medical knowledge. So that's why one of his brothers was a, one of the writers on the film, and then his okay. other brothers in all his movies too. You know, yes, he yes. was. Was that the brother who was in a uh, uh, what is it? Sequest. Yeah, no, it's the same one. Okay, okay, okay. So it is so Ivan Raimi. Ivan Raimi was in that. He was in Spider-Man. Um, well, he has Spider two, he have two brothers that he works with, right? The one from Xena. That's all the same. That that. I that thought was, he had two brothers because one's a physician. But, like, but no, the, just, the one that it does all the acting is the one that was in this. Yeah, but he's the brother The brother who did the help writing. That's the other brother. That's, that's Ivan, I believe, isn't it? I, I think that's his because he has two, right? Let's I mean, more, he out. might have more than two, but he has two that he works with, right? He know so Ivan Ramey is the uh, um, emergency medicine physician, screenwriter, and brother of Ted Ted Ramey. Ted Ramey's Ted, the actor. Ted Ramey. Ted Ramey. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. Ivan. I, the, yeah. I had never really heard of Ivan before today. Okay. That's why I was kind of like, I'm sure there are two because I don't. I'm not really familiar with Ivan. Okay. But Ted is the one who's who's. Ted's always, the one that's always in yeah, the movies. Yeah, that you always yeah. see in the yeah. movies. Yeah, Ted was in Sequest, was in mm-hmm. um, Xena uh, and Hercules. Yeah. Um, he was not in this movie though. So this, so no, he that, was in this. What? I, what, thought, he was. I thought that was Ivan. No, because he's not credited here for uh, Darkman. Oh really? Yeah. So it was just Ivan, then probably for one of the medical scenes. Well, let's see. I am very curious. Yeah, no, he he. Yeah, is, Ted he, Raimi was Rick. Okay, he was okay. Yeah. All right, he's not credited or. Hey. Or at least here. Well, that's that's the power. That's the inept or the inaccuracy of Wikipedia. Oh, I never use that. Oh, I do quite often. Because, uh, as wrong. you know, I'm well, usually wrong. <laughs> and oh, overly professional as well. That's why we're the amateur move hour, guys. Yes. Just remember that. Yeah, we are, am- and I. I didn't remember. I remember there being the three movies. I remembered it being. I don't. Um, so I remember Larry Drake coming back for the second one, but I did not remember that Jeff Fahey actually was Peyton in the third one. Good old Jeff Fahey, my mm-hmm. cousin. No, mm-hmm. well, no, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was the bad guy. Was he the bad guy? Yeah, Arnold Vosloo was the 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 um, the dark man in the second two. Okay. He he just took but, the place, yeah. But Fay, Jeff Fahey is Jeff Fahey in the third was one. the bad guy, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I know that because I don't. But I've seen those for some reason. Good old Jeff Fahey, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing better than a good old lawnmower man. That's right. Weird. They have it as ninety in here for under for Ted Ramey and his credit to Dark Man, which should be ninety four. Oh, unless they're talking the actual dates he was it was filmed i don't i don't know this this may have been shelved for a bit if, dark man I no see. i don't I think don't it was yeah, um it was actually a big hit yeah yeah no it did yeah. like it, it it i don't it believe it made any budget back i thought i thought no, i had stu- read it was like apparently the, like he didn't expect a yeah. lot but the studios did a lot of advertising sure it, and it, it actually like paid off yeah it was a 14 million budget and it made forty-eight million, so it was it was successful. 
Yeah, it, they did a good job. It's uh Yeah, I love I I enjoy this movie. Even even with all the the raminess about it, everything. I was still It was still fun. It was very fun. Um I can see a lot of the um uh, inspir or I don't want to say direct inspirations, but Strack, I that's a, that that's got to be a, a a I view it as an I'm not an homage, but at least a very easy comparison to Stark. Oh yeah, easily. Like there, there was that scene in, no, that's in the ball there's where so it's many... like Strack Industries. I'm like, dude, that's no yeah. way. Like you don't you don't make it that close and put it in that way to he like took a lot of liberties, sort of do yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. But it was no. cool. And that, and so outside of Francis, that that character that Francis McDormand played, that was also almost Julia Roberts. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that was the closest woman. one. Yeah. But okay. she got Pretty Woman instead. Well, well. Um, Demi Moore was also up for that. Bridget Fonda. Bridget Gina Fonda would have been funny because she later married Danny Elfman, yeah. and this nice. was years before they even got together. Nice. So Gina, that's, Gina Davis. Yeah, Gina Davis, I think would have been a great pick for this role. But no. I mean, I get why Frances McDormand got it. Got McDormand got it. I just, I like, I love her as an actress. I thought she, was, I just did not care for her in this role. I thought she was a really odd pick. I don't. She didn't have the chops yet. It wasn't even so, the chops. It, this was not her movie. This was not. Well, a movie apparently, for her. she was like very um, difficult, difficult to work with on Raimi's part. But also Melanie Griffith, uh, mm-hmm. Kelly Lynch. And uh, Virginia Madsen. Okay. I could see okay. Virginia Madsen. Yeah. But yeah. she would later go on oh, to do Candyman. Like, she's yeah. so like mm-hmm. bland, though. I don't, oh, she was so pretty back then, though. I yeah. agree, but I... Princess are really She young. was perfect for... Like, I knew you were going to fucking say that. <laughs> From the dawn of the Spice Land. Oh. Um, I do need to make a quick correction. I, I flubbed my numbers. It was 1990. I had on I had ninety four for oh. whatever reason. I must have been looking at the four. Oh, I thought you were talking about one of the sequels. So no, I no, the release date okay. for Dark Man. It oh, was yeah. August twenty fourth, nineteen ninety. I just numbers don't sit well with me. No. Okay. Uh. Well, you guys want to get into our spoiler filled review? Sure. All right. Oh, geez. Oh, there's a squirter <laughs> over there. Yeah. Get that. Suck that up. We'll give it a lick. Don't, don't get it on the, any of the don't equipment here. Don't forget to tickle don't the bottom. Don't get it on our million-dollar equipment. Yeah. We're, we're low-key millionaires. Oh, yeah. That's a taste of brevity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not too bad. Thanks, Mark. Shout out to Mark. Yeah, thanks for the beer, bro. Thanks for leaving beer behind that TB can drink. Yeah, and get on my laptop. <laughs> that, that was, was your only fault. the screen. Yes, that was your yes, fault. yeah. Don't, yeah. don't blame Mark for that. I'm not blaming him for any of it, but he I was would. quite the fumbler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The movie opens with Eddie Black yelling into a phone about another man coming to try and muscle him out of some property. We meet the crime boss, Robert G. Durant, played by Larry Drake. 
Eddie threatens Durant, but one of Durant's henchmen came prepared. Durant's crew murders Eddie's men, and Durant uses a cigar cigar cutter to torture Eddie by cutting off each of Eddie's fingers. The movie opens to the credits. So that whole thing apparently was... I loved it. It was, but you know what it was, though, right? Did no. You, did you look into that at all? Uh. Uh-uh. So there's there's multiple little pieces and bits that point to him being military, and he's like a fucked up like vet basically. Okay. Um. Ergo, like fucking uh, what's his name that takes ears? In, oh, um, uh, in, um, Marlon Brando's character. Oh no, you mean Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren's in character. Universal yeah. Soldier. So he's supposed to be. He, th- those are his like tokens from like war and stuff like that. So it goes to that. But the so that scene is insane. I love it. It's he pulls the leg off after like after a first, pun. Sure, sure. Yeah. First, first it goes like when when Durant and his men arrive, like there's just this big old group of Rob uh, Eddie Blacks and dudes who come out, like and they're like, "Oh, it's search time!" It's like it was like they were getting ready for like some eight, like seventy street yeah. brawl or yeah. something like yeah, that. Dude's got a nunchuck. Yeah. Like, Someone had a fucking nunchuck, yes, and they, they yes. but that was the one walking out. Yes. But somebody in the party on <laughs> the other side nunchucks. also had a nunchuck, and they threw it on the ground. I love that scene yeah. too, where they're yeah. just clink, 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 clink. The classic it's, disarming. It's what the 1980s thought everybody carried around with them yes. at all times going into a fight. It was yes. like, no, you just they just have knives and guns, yeah. you know? Like, no, no, we got to have some nunchucks and some some brass knuckles. And I blame the Warriors for that. Yeah, that's yes. definitely yes. the Warriors. Yes. Yeah, they got a little some bottles yeah. clinking on their fingers. Yeah, it was just everything. Yeah. Warriors. Yeah. Come out and play. But then he does that terrible joke and he like knocks on his leg. He's like, I don't got no leg or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then the guy goes down there and takes out a lot of people in a very unsurprised because it was clunky the way he took it off. It wasn't like a smooth move. It was like, give me your leg. And he's all shaking him and shit. And then he's just hopping, hopping around, around the whole time. Yes. Like- that was like a joke three times, which I love because yes. that's a Raimi thing though. But. Yeah, yeah that 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 whole that whole no, opening then, like, scene was hilarious. But the thing that didn't make sense is you have like cars like coming out of canisters, sure, like shooting sure. people, and then Durant's like this dead shot that's like just taking out cars, and it, they took out I would say seventy five people within yeah. a, a minute and a half, yeah, like with one one gun, gun. one gun, one gun, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then he, and then yeah, that line about like. I got seven more reasons. And that guy's eyes bugged like crazy. And like, that's, that's what I remember. Like these little small things about it. Like yeah. it was, it was just a fun, stupid movie for a 14 year old or a 10 year old to watch. Oh yes. Oh yeah. So after the opening credits, we find Dr. Peyton Westlake played by Liam Neeson in his lab with his assistant. They're working on creating some type of synthetic skin but the experiments keep failing at the 99-minute mark. Peyton and his assistant continue working. Westlake is at his home with his girlfriend, Julie Hastings, played by Frances McDormand. Peyton and Julie are looking at photo slides before they make the beast with two backs. I I never remember doing that. That was, well, I don't know. They didn't have cable. 
Or internet, so yeah, very that different. That was just like, let's look at pictures of us no. when we we're kids. <laughs> but no, watching them like either make out or get, get to were, the it moment. It was the least sexy thing. It was like I've, watching, yeah. like if if you were to sit on your couch and your parents started like making yeah. out or like, yeah. all of a sudden like, he slid a digit in down down here below, yeah, and you're like, what is going on here? It was just the weirdest. Why is mommy moaning? Yeah. It was like, look at you when you're little. Look at me when you're little. I'm super horny now. And it was so bizarre. Like, you just got turned on by looking at weird little pictures. And they were real pictures of them when they were kids. Yes. So yes. it's a very awkward looking Francis McDormand and a nerdy Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. And they are just like, wow, this is turning me on so much that we have to go have some sexy sex. And it was so not it just wasn't attractive i it was like two dudes ready to go do and i know i think yeah. it was like two watching unattractive men yeah. yeah 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 well francis mcdormand just doesn't have the sex appeal no. for me and and that's probably one of the reasons i didn't see this movie when i was younger because i was very into people having to be attractive i didn't care for liam neeson's in the movie satisfaction i thought he was too old and too awkward and too weird so i certainly wasn't going to find him attractive in this and Frances McDormand, I love her. She's never been a sexy lady. No. She's she she could probably be sexy, but they were definitely not making that attempt in this movie. It, don't forget this we're coming off the eighties. Granted it was nineteen ninety, but the eighties went until nineteen ninety five. And yeah. They, they, it was not a great time for lookers. You know what I mean? It was a very weird time where people were like, She's she's a handsome lady. Let's get a handsome lady. You sure. know? Like it was just a weird time. It may, who you know, may it may have been a, I don't know, I don't, I, I was going to say maybe Sam Raimi had some hand in it, because like in the, in the casting part, but no, I, oh, like I'm you said, probably it was, wrong. It was Cohen. It was the Coens. Okay, yeah, it was okay. literally his yeah, wife. He, he's really good friends with the Coens. Oh, yeah, did, really, McDormand. She's married. She's married to Joel Cohen. Okay, that's okay. why she's in all the fucking movies. Then that would make sense. Yeah. I was not aware of that okay. at any point in time. Oh that yeah, they, they were got married. they got married after Blood Simple. Yeah. Okay. The next morning comes. Julie is talking to her coworker about an important memo, which is stained with coffee. When Peyton places a coffee mug on this important paper, Peyton suggests that they get married. Julie says she'll think it over. Julie confronts land developer Lewis Strack Jr., played by Colin Friels, with uh, about paying off zoning officials. He explains that he's building a city, a dream for the future. Julie reminds him of the evidence she has that it, that incriminates him. Oh, that architecture though, that model was just like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Everybody's living in a glass vial, basically. Uh-huh. Like it's just odd. Uh, Strack mentions that Durant would do anything to get his hands on that that incriminating evidence. Anything. It cuts to Peyton and his assistant in the lab working on their synthetic skin project. The power goes out to the lab. Peyton asks for the for the time. His assistant replies, ninety nine. No. 100 minutes both of them are surprised and, ex- and excited this the, the synthetic skin is holding its form peyton realizes that the synthetic skin is photosensitive the phone rings but before peyton can answer it an unknown ha- hand reaches out and grabs peyton's hand durant and his henchmen have paid a visit to peyton's lab durant wants the memo that julie had found peyton is assaulted viciously Durant's henchmen, um, one of them being Ted Raimi, 
murders his uh, murders Peyton's assistant. The henchman assault the henchman assault Peyton some more. Durant turns some valves on some gas tank, sets up a perpetual motion bobbing duck and a lighter on the table on a lab table. So that's one of the things I remember the most from yes. this movie for yep. some reason. Yep. It's just that little Yep. And I bought one of those later in life based on that. <laughs> nice. But it was like there was like in that time of the little fight that happened, I think there were six to seven puns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. let's get this guy some air. And yeah. then he blows a hole in his head with this weird gun. Yes. You know, like, and then the the guy tried to do karate, too, because he was the oh, yeah. Asian guy. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So he lived, took a karate stance and nothing fucking happened. But, yeah. like, that was just such an odd scene. The, I, the, uh, the, the, the part where they, the first time where they were going to dunk uh, uh, Neeson's head into, like, the vat of whatever, he yeah. grabs yeah. those two things. And yeah. It's just, just, just and like, yeah, that's a fucking Raimi thing. Like, like yeah. not the electric yeah. itself, but that type of incident where they just linger a little bit longer than you would yeah. normally yeah. would. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that setup where you think, oh, maybe it'll, maybe they can get away, or maybe they can do this. And then, yeah. but the karate thing, like, that was. Very... I thought that they were gonna set it up where all of a sudden he was gonna do some kung fu fighting and get out of there. You know, like they, because back then in the eighties, no. if somebody pulled out some kung fu moves, it was n- like nights out. The tables, uh, out. Of, the yeah. tables yeah. have turned. Yeah. 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 Not and, this. All of a sudden, he's got a bag on his head. Yeah. And he's getting fucking suffocated. I yeah. was like, no, I saw the Karate Kid. I know how this is supposed to go. Yeah. Like, that's not how it ends. No, you yeah. don't. You don't. At all. No, guns do not beat karate. It guns don't beat karate. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah. Did, didn't uh, what was Hopefully, it the, a movie uh, I will get to it? do one day, which is uh, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Yeah. Teaches you. You can catch guns, a bullet with the teeth. Catching bullets with your teeth. Yes. <laughs> I can't. I can't say a lot of the rest of that movie because they dropped the n bomb a lot. But yeah, they do. It's all good. It was a great movie. I fucking love that movie. Yes, I own it. So if we need nice. to watch that, I have. We'll it. just share oh, it. Yeah. yeah, take turns. We could share and take turns because that's what friends do. Woo-hoo. Durant and his henchmen leave the severely battered Peyton to die in his lab. Julie arrives to the lab slash apartment where her and Peyton live. She practices her proposal. Peyton, now badly burned, crawls on the floor to try and stop the bobbing duck igniting the cigar lighter. He is not successful. The explosion launches Peyton from the building, and he lands in a nearby body of water. Julia's in shock as the scene crossfades from outside the lab to the funeral of Peyton Westlake. So that's one of the. They had a lot of really cool transitions. Yes, they did. Yeah, I thought it was like really cool. Her yeah. going from that scene to like into the black, and then there was like, there was probably two more there that were, were kind of cool. There yeah. was the there was the three D face rendering thing on the the grid. Oh, where it was his, angled, yeah. and then it cross fades into Polly's yeah, room. Yeah. Well, well, that scene will be down the road. But yeah, that I I I found the launching of of Liam Neeson to be quite hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was like some fucking. Looney Tune shit. Yeah, it was. It was very. I, I was a little surprised she didn't see him because it was. Yeah. Right, it was like you, he went right over her. You know, it was just like this body of, and he was yelling the whole time. You know, it was just like it's an explosion. You can't hear over that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that yeah, but there's still a body flying over your head. Sure. Yeah. The, and, and he's like moving around and yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll finish this part and then I want to say something. Uh, Julie was the only person to attend the funeral. Uh, this next part where it's in the hospital, uh, there was no way in fucking hell 
that uh-huh. nobody would have put two and two together right. of this extremely burned man uh-huh. and an explosion, yeah. regardless of where the fuck he was found. Yeah. Nobody would have been like, well, this obviously has zero connection yeah. to anything. The, no. These two things are not guy. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, no, like, you, you know Jenny, what it <laughs> Jenny Gooder, the, the doctor, was just like, yeah. there are a lot of homeless Indignant people in the area. Like, and yeah. it's like, yeah, what? like, but there was also an explosion in the yes. area, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have loved like a dummy cop trying to like make up like the, the like. Well, did he fall from the sky like from a burning <laughs> plane, or you know what I mean? Just sure. a whole yeah. scenario of like three scenarios that would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the doctor was Jenny Gooder supposed oh. to be Kathy Bates. Oh, that's right. Huh. Kathy Bates huh. turned down the role, and Landis, who was also one of the doctors. Ask Jenny uh, to do the role. I, I, I wonder if that's who I saw in one of the oh, John Landis. Up, yes, yeah, yeah, in one of the masked up scenes. He's producer, right? On it. Uh, yeah, he's one of the producers, yeah. and so he asked Jenny to do it. But he reprised that doctor's role in Spiderman. Oh, that's right. In oh. uh, with uh, Doc Ock. Okay. That's right. He was a doctor in that. And I did not, like, I knew he was a doctor in that. I did not, I didn't see him in this one. I wasn't, I was paying attention to Jenny. Sure. Um, I'm a big fan. And I recognized her, but I couldn't place her. And when I saw her name in the credits, I was like, oh, that was Jenny. <laughs> like, <I> just, <laughs> like, oh, okay. I was a no, big Logan's no. Run nerd. Like, okay, I would okay. watch Logan's right. Run over and over okay. again. I love that movie. It, it has been a long time since I've seen that movie, so that's why that didn't, she, she's the he, one with barely the, any clothes the, on. The, sure. In, in Logan's <laughs> <laughs> the guy stood out much more for me. He just had a much more memorable memorable yeah. face and like mm-hmm. facial structure, which just stuck with me longer. She stood out to me because for a second, I thought she was dubbed. Like her mouth didn't sure. seem like it was going right. It didn't feel right. Yeah. And then I thought the accent was off. And then I'm like, oh, that makes sense. It was just Jenny Gooder. But um, yeah, because she pops up all the time. Like she was in, uh, she was in a superhero movie kind of recently, wasn't she? Like she was like on like a, like in a panel in a superhero movie where she was like, uh, I don't know if a, I don't know what she was, but she was one like an elder or a panel. But I was like, that's Jenny, and she just keeps popping up all these years, and she's never done anything except for Logan's Run for me that I've really paid it like as a a real role. Other than that, I always see her just kind of popping into a movie like it was yeah. as a a favor for somebody. Sure. Like I don't even know. I can't even tell you what else she did. Yeah. No. Neither could I. The next scene opens underwater where a heavily damaged Peyton emerges from some type of medical bath. A doctor doing her rounds um, explains that a John Doe was found south of the city on a riverbank with with, uh, burns that cover 40% of his body. The doctor elaborates on how the pain from this type of injury is managed. The nerves of the spinal thalamic tract are severed, eliminating pain, but causing the individual to lose their tactile sensation all over their body. The doctor goes on to state that due to the loss of these sensations, the individual is then left with a heightened emotional state for the rest of their life, uh, meaning that they'll become enraged much more easier. They'll become sad a lot more easier. Um, there, she also mentions that the adrenaline can surge unrela- unregulated, giving the individual enhanced strength. Peyton wakes from his coma. He becomes enraged. There's scenes of explosions, synapses, a fireball, and the pained face of Peyton flashing across the screen. A.K.A. the Hulk. Yeah. 
Peyton breaks his restraints, escaping from the hospital into the dark and stormy night. Peyton is in an alley, digging through a dumpster to find something to cover himself, to protect himself from the rain. Peyton goes to find Julie, but when he does, his appearance scares her off. Peyton is left standing in the rain. He returns to his destroyed lab, but becomes distracted by his appearance. Peyton- so this is all, by the way, sorry. This is all Frankenstein. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's totally Frankenstein. You know, there's that moment where he's staring at that drain. I was like, that that was, I don't remember that as a kid and didn't really like do anything, but I was like, that's some fucking sad shit. Yeah. Like yeah. right after the Julie. Like Quasimodo too. It, it, exactly. And that was part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also took a lot of it from that. It's just. He was just borrowing all over the town. Well, he wanted to, you know, his, his actions later on, he wanted to really like, like settle in on it, like just feel for it. Here we I go. was concerned about the dirty stuff he had on his. Like I felt <laughs> like he needed tight. cleaner stuff. Yes, you're you, saying so don't so don't sleep in an alley yeah. when it's raining. But you have like open wounds open all over wounds you. Open wounds all yeah. over like, you. Dirty yeah. like rags all over you. It just it, that really grossed me out. I wonder, I wonder if during that alley scene where he was trying to sleep, I wonder if he. I almost got a hypothermia or something. Like I, I don't think the water was cold, but I don't know. Or I have a horrible no idea. infection. Sure. Well, no, I just mean Liam Neeson. Yeah. Just oh, himself. the actual yeah, Liam like, Neeson. It might not have even been Liam Neeson in that position, but I, I it was probably a stunt double. It's possible, no, but at least for guys. some of the close up, when they probably it was probably Liam Neeson. But yeah, I don't. I never remembered that scene. What, what from when I was younger. I remember because it like the thunder and stuff like that, and it was like it was the impact of like I'm changed, I'm different, you know. Like you, you kind of got that sense. I, did did him looking at the the, the drain represent him spiraling nah. into darkness? I would say so. Yeah. Weird. Um, but Peyton finds a condemned building where he can t- continue his experiments with with salvaged equipment from his lab. Now that his equipment is set up, Baton begins the process of digitizing a picture of his undamaged face. However, there is insufficient data to do so. Peyton does some key punching to fill in the blanks of his digital 3D face. In the meantime, there is a montage of Peyton, which shows him trying to perfect the synthetic skin. During Peyton's research, his left hand bandage catches fire. After he puts the fire out, he sobs and states, they took my hand. Like I didn't even know. I'm like that felt odd. It was like I there was nothing else showing me that he really loved his hands before this. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> hey, what is it though? It's Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, okay, okay. I'm telling you, this okay, has so wow. many ties. Dude. See, see, I wasn't even thinking that yeah, until there's you a lot of that. ties. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. But uh, also during that time, he did found he did, he found new pussy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a little grayer than what he was used to, but yeah. you know, a little bitey. Well, sometimes they are. Okay, I we'll stick with that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the next scene opens at Strack Industries, City of the Future Ball, where Strack and Julie have a talk about her decision of the memo, or about her decision um, regarding the memo. Strack attempts to woo Julie as Peyton watches from the vent. Right, that was a vent, right? 
That wasn't like just some weird opening in a wall. <laughs> no, it was a vent. Yeah, he was like, like in the air. He was like in the the, the wall stuff. Yeah, yeah. kind of deal. Uh, and from this vent, Peyton spots Durant and Rick the henchman mm-hmm. who murdered his assistant, which sends Peyton into a fury. We cut. So at that point, here's here's something that's weird about this. And uh, I said there's a little bit of a debate about it. Not a yeah. lot because this movie's not fucking important. But, no. But it's about Rick and Durant. Durant's relationship. Yeah. Yes. He's like, do you want a Mart- martini? He's like, yeah, sure, I'll take a martini. It's like a <laughs> just big dummy talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a martini, yeah. And he goes and gets it for him. Like, yeah. But there was also, like, when he killed um, the Asian assistant, He's like, good job. You did such a good job. Like, they had a very strange relationship, and the debate is whether they're gay or not. Yes. I mean, I would, because he doesn't have any children with his real wife, his wife, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. But I think that comes around in the later ones or something like that. I don't know, whatever. I, I, but, I don't But remember. there's some weird thing about that, just their weird relationship. Maybe it's his, like, long-lost son or something. I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but there's a thing about that. That's, he's, he's too into this guy doing well. He he's into yeah. him doing yeah. well, and he also wants to take care of him. Yeah. So either he's fucking him, or he's, it is his child of, of some mm-hmm. sort, or whatever. Like, a, I don't imagine any pro, other or thing. Or his protege. He just wants yeah. him to take over. Eventually. Ah, he's a dipshit. I don't. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you don't go. Hey, this this is the one. That's yeah, the guy that's, that's gonna take over my shit. He's gonna be cutting the fingers later. <laughs> yeah, there's a scene a little later on, and here in a bit, I think where. Um, it's sort of like when 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 Durant finds out who Polly's going with, there's a little bit of like a oh huh like like you're trying to steal my man or something like that. Exactly, and that's the to Costa end Rica, of the, the trip to, to yeah. Costa Rica They're, to Rio. Yeah, yeah. To Rio. Yeah. yeah, two men going to Rio. <laughs> everything's accepted. That's a good song. So we cut to Rick walking down an alley alone. Peyton abducts Rick and tortures him in the sewers for information. Fucking, that scene is great. After Rick is of no use, Peyton thrusts his head through the manhole into the cart into the uh, traffic above. This is just Raimi. Yes. On top of Raimi yes. being Raimi. Yes. Like, like, that was a great scene. That, that fucking I think they could have done a little like, better. Like, it, was, it was a total puppet. Like You could tell. Like oh, yeah. When I was 12, when I saw this movie... I, I was like, oh, that's fucking, oh, damn, that's so cool. Yeah. Now you're like, that's just a fucking dude on, a, uh, there's a guy with a stick yeah. doing this. It's like, it it did not look natural. Like, right. he like, <laughs> yeah. There, there's just so many of those the, things that you see later on. You're yeah. like, how did I even fall for that one? Yes. It's a little floppy. You're like, oh. Yeah. 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 There, there was, like, they did really good with the with the prosthetic face, like, with, with the actual face. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as that mouth was open. You really couldn't tell, and you only spent like maybe a half a second really looking at it. But it was it was it was cool for when it came out. Uh, but Rick's head gets squashed by an uncom an oncoming semi truck. Peyton begins to stalk Durant's henchmen. We get a tracking shot that shows us who Peyton has been stalking. There's pictures of hands and faces of all Durant's henchmen and Durant. Uh, Peyton starts the process of making a mask and hands out of synthetic skin. He marvels at the hand that he made. There's a cool shot of the disfigured hand and the normal hand doing some typing. And then this is where we get that transition um, from the 3D grid on the computer screen 
that matches the individual that he was making a mask of. Um, and it reveals Peyton, who now dons a fedora that is in uh, Polly the Henchman's home. Peyton chloroforms Polly and then raids his closet, which that is not how chloroform works. Nope. Chloroform has to be consistently poured or, or dripped onto a mask because it is a very uh, um, short duration uh, uh, sedative. Inhalant, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but after he chloroforms Polly, he raids his closet. Peyton removes his bandages from his face to reveal the face of Polly. And I, this, this occurred, this, I questioned it, is how tall is Polly? Because if Peyton, you know, is Liam Neeson size and Polly's like a 5'5", five five, mm. there's going to be a big old difference. Be like, damn, motherfucker, yeah. when did you grow? I would say, <laughs> I would say 5'9", compared to like 6'. Three, six, four. Yeah. And Liam Neeson's tall. He's yeah. taller the problem. than me. They, they, they hired a very tall, lanky fellow to, yes. to have to be, to be everyone. the everyman. Yeah, the everyman, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So Peyton, yeah. as Polly, goes to the diner to meet the other henchmen. Pa- uh, Peyton Polly, who I'll be calling him from now on. Well, not from now on, just in this section. He takes a briefcase that holds some cash money. We cut to the real Polly in bed as Durant or Durant and his uh, henchmen uh, kick in Polly's door. They ask him about the money, but Polly doesn't know about the money. This is also where they find evidence to contradict that um, what Polly's saying. So Durant has him thrown out the window. That's where he finds the ticket to Rio, and he's like, one for you and one for Rick, huh? Now, do you think he dressed him like, I'm going on vacation, or did he dress him in like, this is your these are your death shrouds. Oh, actually, I want I'm gonna you know what I mean because that looks like something in the looks, in the nineties possibly that someone would wear in the in the in, no, the, I, in the old box. I thought it was I thought it was uh, his tuxedo or or it his wedding dr- his wedding um, well dress not not a wedding dress but his his suit that he was gonna wear to the airport with Rick. Oh, and. <laughs> And they're running away. Yeah. Well, that's 90s, I, but not well, that it 90s. Wasn't, this wasn't a 90s movie. This is an 80s movie. It came out in well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. But it's like, just... This is a very 80s movie. And my biggest problem with that scene was that it came right after the diner scene. Yes. So it was like, how much time even... You know I what guess. I mean? It, like, it yes. felt like... Oh, he just got the... It almost seemed like they were waiting outside his door. Like, it was way too fast. It just seemed like I needed a little more time to pass. Like, yes. it just seemed weird. I agree. I agree. I, I questioned it, too. I was like, this is a short fucking amount of time. Yeah. Like, what was the deal? Like, why didn't Rudy or, or the, the, his, the Latino guy fucking just take the money to Durant? Right. Like, that, like, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. And why? And granted, he, you know, remember, he only has a very short period of time that he can wear this yeah, mask. 99 and, minutes. Yeah, 99 minutes. And so... In the in so he wore this mask to the diner. They give him the money, and then they were like, "Where's the money?" Two seconds later, and then they rush over to kill him, and he's still in disguise, waiting outside, and watches yes. him. You know, yes. so that I had a real problem with that scene alone. I just thought it was just like, "Why? What is going on? Why are they just busting into his, yeah. his door already?" Like, and again, why didn't they just take the money themselves? Yes, it's the same people. Like, it just seemed weird to me. That yeah. whole scene was odd. Yes, it, it yeah. Like it did, it, it just 
I it, it felt like it was there to like try and uh um, it was forced yes, it was a forced ex- scene yes, exactly. it was too yes, forced yes, they just yes. wanted to show off his little costuming like look yes. at, he can he can wear the skin you know mm-hmm. like let's see what he can do with the skin you know but it was weird yep so Durant has Polly thrown out the window of his own apartment and Polly lands on a car as Peyton Polly sits on a bus bench near the car where Polly had landed. Uh, Peyton is back at his lab, continuing continuing his experiments on the stabilization of his th- synthetic skin formula. Peyton has a breakdown after after a failed formula, but he talks himself out of his rage when a computer voice announces that the digitization of his face is now complete. So that's five hundred and seventy-one hours, which yeah. equates to about twenty-three days. Wow! I'll I'll give I'll give the time. I can see some of that time. They did have that whole research montage. Um, he did spend some time tracking all of Durant's henchmen. So I could I could see that being being some time. Well, you got to think. I mean, don't think it about time when we think of time. Think it about as someone that's very focused. Sure, yes. And, like, everything they're doing is purposeful. So, like, it's very different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we cut to the... To the grave of Peyton, when where we see Julie, and she thinks she sees the ghost of Peyton, but it is actually Peyton. And he explains to her that he was in a coma, not dead. Cut to some unknown amount of time later, both Julie and Peyton are having lunch with a side of, would you accept me if I was horribly disfigured? The next scene is at Durant's house, where he's having a conversation with Rudy, who's his Latino henchman. Uh, about about Durant's money situation. He reminds Rudy to tell Hung Fat to pay up or else he'll take a finger to add to his collection as the camera pans down to reveal a collection of 17 severed fingers in a cigar box. Cut to outside where Peyton has a listening device set up to monitor Durant. Peyton returns to his lab where he practices imitating Durant's voice. Oh, that's my that's what I remember too. It's like that'll be just fine. Yes, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Because in the the first time he couldn't, he didn't do the voice. He he like yeah, he like, learned like, his yeah. lesson. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then so um, there is a after that though. It's a learning. He yeah. had all the voices down. You know, yeah. it was like that's a little too much. But um, this is a guy who like you still have to have the just because you can kind of do an impression doesn't necessarily mean you can do the entire voice. Which I mean, at least he, they were showing him trying. Yes, you know, yeah. especially without lips. I know. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. He has that's, no lips. Yeah, yeah. That's hard to do a lot of things when you I have got, no lips. Like, I like that. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> fire, <laughs> fire Marshal Bill. That's that's it. That's yeah. that's that's what Apparently, you get. Yeah. Apparently, lust you got because you can't do lip. Lip is a pop. Yeah, you can't say yep. lip. So you can't pop. Yep. Oh, it was just so gross. Yeah. No. The little tea like chatter, it. dude. I, I love the tea chatter. Teeth, I hated those. Oh my gosh! I would just, if I were Francis McDormand, I would say, "No, thank you, sir." She just it's licks too, them. That's She's way like, too much. Yeah, that's too much. Too much teeth. That's I don't want well. it. Got to security camera point of view of Durant robbing uh, robbing a convenience store clerk with a pistol. Durant faces the camera and states his full name. Cut to cops arresting Durant. We cut to Durant's car as the two henchmen right up in the front as Durant is in the back seat pressing and touching his face as if it were some type of mask while saying just fine Peyton Durant arrives to the Chinatown location to collect money from Hung Fat after the real Durant is released on bond he hails a cab 
for the Hong Kong restaurant, which is the location where they're talking to Hung Fat. The mask of Durant is starting to break down as the Tong leader explains why he has no money, um, why he has no money to give Peyton, or Peyton Durant. Peyton Durant then threatens Hung Fat by holding a match he used to light his short cigar under his hand, which shows Hung Fat that he doesn't feel no pain. So Hung Fat says, all right, I'll fucking pay you. Durant now or Durant yells at the cabbie to do something about the traffic because, you know, cabbies have that type of power. So Durant leaves the cab, stiffing the driver on the fare. Durant finds his one, the, the one-legged henchman in the car outside the restaurant, and he asks about Rudy. Durant gets his answer when he sees Peyton Durant in the turnstile. There is a classic who-is-who who bit, but Peyton Durant's mask starts to break down, foiling the ruse. Rudy and Durant are not able to catch Peyton. We see Julie and Peyton at a fair on the pier. Peyton tries to explain his situation to Julie. However, he is distracted by the geek show. Instead, he asks if there was anyone else. She tells him about Strack. Peyton plays a ball toss game and loses his temper with the booth operator, or Carney. This causes him to flee after he scares Julie. I love that scene, too. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. Take the fucking elephant. <laughs> right. That, that's the part. They're like, they're like that's full of anger. Like, yeah. he's just like fucking rolling in it. Yeah. Um, uh, Julie follows. Julie pleads to... Uh, she follows him... To his lair, right? Yeah, Correct. yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. follows him all the way to his lair and then pleads to the darkness and where where Peyton's. This hiding. is a very Quasimodo scene. Yeah, you know, like and, I I was here hanging out with people, being all normie, and then like now you got to see me in my element, where I'm at, and what I'm doing. And we finally get to see the full on facial effects that they yeah. did. Yeah. That they did, and I I enjoyed. I thought it was very very freaky. Like I get it. Nobody wants to look. Like I mean, that. it really looked like. The mummy from Mummy. Oh sure, yeah. Which Arnold like more Va- times than which not. Arnold Vaslo played, <laughs> so he was very comfortable in that makeup. But they said like he would double down on days too. He's like, I'm wearing this makeup. I'll, I'll keep going all day, guys. I don't want to do this all the time. Nice. Uh, Julie visits Strack to sort of tell tell him that they can't see each other no more, and Julie finds the memo that she thought was lost. She knows Strack is responsible for Peyton's death. Strack orders Durant to kidnap Julian Peyton. So I want to just mention something that just sort of struck to me right now. That, that that was sort of cheap storytelling, just to have the memo just laying out there. Like, if this dude's as smart as this movie's trying to tell us he is, yeah. he wouldn't have left that out. Unless he's some type of, which I don't think he really showed that, that he's just some type of gloater. Where he just needs to look at it all the time to be like, <laughs> see the power that I have. Well, I mean, you could, I mean, venture capitalist kind of guy, you know, he has it all. Sure. Maybe he just wanted to have her gloat over her too, you know? He yeah, it was like. Beautiful Frances McDormand. Beautiful Frances. Sure. sure. He's like, I want everything, including the beautiful Frances yeah. McDormand. Because he already knows what's going on. Right for the most, like you would imagine, he knows everything at that point about the dark man stuff and everything. So, um, I don't know. I don't think- he he doesn't know about that yet, but uh, he he's aware of. 
but I don't I don't understand. Oh, it wouldn't it wouldn't know about don't, Peyton. Yeah, I don't right. understand how they knew that Peyton was still alive because nobody real you know, the only person who saw Peyton was Durant. It was and, the and technology. Oh, okay, okay. So that's yeah. that's what gave that it away the to Strack. Factor, yeah. So when so when Durant told him about this shit that happened, then Strack must have been like, "Oh, that was the shit that fucking Julie's boyfriend was working on." Definitely wasn't the Chinese guys because he didn't do karate. Mm, nope, he just did rage. Julie returns to Peyton's hideout, and so do Durant's henchmen. Peyton takes them out one by one. Durant escapes in a helicopter as Peyton dangles from a steel cable. Peyton uses the cable to crash the helicopter, killing Durant. Peyton Durant meets up with Strack to rescue Julie. Strack reveals his ambush. Peyton and Strack battle it out on the steel beam 650 feet in the air. Peyton gets the upper hand eventually, and he dangles Strack by one leg out over over the edge of this this I-beam or an N-I-beam. Uh, Strack tells Peyton that killing him is something that Peyton won't be able to live with. But Peyton drops Strack, or drops Strack, uh, why did it call him? Yeah, Strack, not Stracker. Drops him, and Peyton says, I'm learning to live with a lot of things. So Strack was apparently also supposed to be played by either R- R- Dreyfus? Mm-hmm. Or Khan. yeah. Hmm. I would have liked Dreyfus because yeah. I feel like that would have been interesting. Yeah. Khan, I'm like... I think those two guys are just not Raimi material. I, I just, I don't really see them. I could... The, doing the goof? Yeah. yeah. I agree, yeah. Julie tries to convince Peyton to resume his old life, but Peyton says he can't because of how he's... how he has changed from the man she once knew. Uh, he flees from Julie, using a mask to blend in with the crowd. Peyton, now donning a new mask, played by Bruce Campbell, narrates, I am everyone and no one. Everywhere. So here's... Nowhere. That was great. That was Call great. me Dark Man. So the transition to day? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. It went like <laughs> daytime. Like, like, yes. <laughs> the only thing that I could equate yeah. that to was that they it was like, Six o'clock in the morning when, when no, it was they were full so, fucking day, sure. and there you saw them in an elevator yeah. coming down. Like there's no way around it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. So the Bruce Campbell character is named a final shemp. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's a this is a this is a uh, Ramy thing. Sure. Because um, the final shemp is a name for because shemp died during the um, Stooges. The Stooges. And apparently they had like episodes left, so they took whatever footage they had and they used a lot of fucking like clones, lookalikes. So anytime there's a lookalike, it's called the final shemp. Okay. So that was his last lookalike in this movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, whenever there's a lookalike, it's a a shemp. A shemp. This is the final shemp. Yeah. Roll credits. All right. That was Darkman. Final reactions. Um, I st- I I still enjoyed it, you know. As a you know, it's not great, you know. It's it's campy as fucking Raimi can always be. Oh, and yes. like I said, watching it as a kid, I didn't know it was Raimi. I had no experience with right. Raimi. I'd never watched the Evil Dead movies at that point or anything like yeah. that. Army of the Dead or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I would say my first dip into Raimi was probably gonna be 
fucking Spider-Man, honestly. Sure, sure. And then I went back into it. Oh, okay. At that point, yeah. No, I went back into it. Like, I just never... I do, I was never into horror movies or anything I like was that. a huge... Oh, I, was, um, I was big into horror I was movies. A, yeah. I was a big Army of Darkness and... It was more yeah. Army of Darkness, and then I went back and watched the the Evil um, Dead. One Evil Dead. Yeah. But I was a I was a Raimi fan, but I was a nerdy video store girl. You know, sure. like we yeah. watched we watched a lot of that stuff, and so I was a Raimi fan. And then when I found out he was doing Spider Man, I was really excited, yeah. and I was super excited to see the Bruce Campbell cameo. Yeah. Um. But fucking the bellboy. Yep. Yeah. No, he was the um, he was the ringmaster, or wasn't he? Or he was the, a bellboy in one of them. I thought in the Spider-Man Raimi one, wasn't he the the boxing uh, at the boxing match? Wasn't he the oh, um, and, the um, ring like the ring, ring Macho Man calling the ring? Yeah, the ring he announcer. Was, he was a he, I'm pretty sure he was a bellboy in one of them too. He was a bellboy in the third one. Okay, yeah. The second one, he was something else, and he's he's been in all the ones that Raimi did. But anyways, yeah. And what I'm trying to think of what my I mean aside from um, Army of Army of Darkness and all those Evil Dead movies, I'm trying to think of. I mean, I watched Briscoe County Junior. When yeah, I, was a I kid. love I Briscoe did, County yes. Junior. That was like I, that was one thing I really wish would have been like continued because the story was amazing. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know what the fuck that thing was. That weird ball with all the blue shit on it. Yeah, I don't remember either. I just want to know. I'm never gonna find out. Nope. I'm, like, I'm gonna die knowledgeless of that, and that pisses me off. It's like Space Above and Beyond. Like those were two Fox properties, Briscoe mm-hmm. County and Space Above and Beyond. Where that was during that end. that was during that weird time where they took chances. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep, yep. But uh, no, Bruce. I you know f- what really drove me to Bruce besides the movies I've seen. Uh, his character in Burn Notice was so good. <laughs> I know. And so I was a good. big fan of Burn Notice. Yeah. Um, Jeff, what's his name? The main guy. Like, he was oh, good. Oh, yeah. The one I, I remember his face. Leave the country for whatever, do Jeff, whatever. Who was it? Jeff? I know him, but he, that was just such a fun, like, that was a fun show. They yeah, did a good sure. job. But this was Liam Neeson's first action movie per mm-hmm. se, but it really mm-hmm. wasn't because he was in Crawl, a movie I love. Yep, uh, he was like one of the friend guys. He didn't really do a yep. lot of action in, but it was more. Yeah, yeah. It, this was it, his first action role. Yeah, yeah. Then this this was Raimi's first Hollywood movie. Yeah, this was like, a big this, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Like and, and and Hollywood wasn't disappointed. They were they were like, well, shit. He made us fucking our money back and some. So, so uh, Megan, what first time watch? What'd you think of this this yeah. fantastic well, film? Well, I mean, again, like I mentioned earlier, I had some issues with Dr- what was his name, the bad guy, Drake Dr- Durant. Durant. Um, Larry Drake. Uh, Larry Drake played him. Um, I had some issues with that. I just it was so hard for me not to see the guy from L.A. Law running around. Sure. Like it just I, it it was hard for me to take that seriously. Um, I again, I also didn't like some of the timing issues. It seemed like they were just constantly like. Oh look, we're in this room now. We're gonna, or yeah. we're, we're here now, and it was two yeah. seconds ago that we just did this. But now we're really pissed off that he's not hasn't arrived with it yet. And I don't know. I well, I apparently that was the cutting because there was there was a different guy that cut the, the movie. Yeah, they cut the movie, and then and they, he did it. He did it in forty eight hours, and they just fucking went with it. Like <laughs> yeah. he did, he went Damn. like fucking commando, 
and so just cut it. Well, he cut it, but then Danny Elfman said he was going to walk if they used his version. So oh, I think was that, that they, it? Yeah. So oh. I think that they went back and they did some. They re-edited. So they, that's the thing. When you edit, yeah. edit, 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 it normally leaves a lot of fucking shit. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So I think that they went back and Sam yeah. Raimi put a lot of. They put stuff back that was taken out. Yeah. So I wanted was, to see like a nice scene with uh, Durant and uh, Rick, like on the couch, you know. Yeah. Like just watching a nice movie, Durant playing wine, with Rick Flair. What, what, yeah. what movie would you watch at that time? Like, um, um, oh yeah, like they could be watching somewhere big. in time. They could watch somewhere, oh, somewhere in, time in time. Would have been nice. I think they would watch Splash together and just laugh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. Have a yeah. Good time. yeah, a little Tom Hanks. A little. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be a Tom Hanks film. Yeah. I think there might be some money pit. Let's let's oh, laugh. Let's, let's just laugh. laugh. Yeah. You know? yeah. We live in such a dark world. Let's be funny. Let's, yeah. let's have some good times. Because <laughs> this movie was full of puns. Yes. So. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was puntastic. It, it was puntastic. <laughs> it was. It was a. It, it had so much. I love the good Raimi shots. I love the 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 fast camera work and the panning in. Oh yes. Oh yes. You know, but the, the film the, the cinematography was fantastic. It's, it's great. Um, but. I, I think the cat. I would love to see somebody else playing. I would love to see casting completely different. I, I would love to see somebody else play the Francis McDormand role. Um, yes. Liam Neeson's. I love you, Liam Neeson's, but I don't want you to play Dark Man anymore. Um, I pref- I would prefer um, Bruce Campbell playing that role. Um, I think he would have yeah, been great. And that's too I, bad that he couldn't. Um, I think he would have. I think he would have been great. Yeah, um, I think he would have been yeah. better. Better. I, I think. I think I, it would have been. It would have been different. I don't know if it would be better, but it would be different. It would be different. Yes. It would be different. My thing yeah. would be this, though. I He doesn't play the straight en- well enough. Like, he's always the goofball. That's the problem True. with Bruce well, Campbell. I think True. we've been conditioned for that, too, though. I mean, that's... To what? He doesn't play a straight ever. Well, like, there's no we conditioning. Don't, we don't get to see him. Like, he has never really been given the chance. Well, maybe he has, and they're like, no. They're like, no, we don't like that. You got to think casting. They they go like, okay, you you want to be um, the guy from what is it? Um, there will be blood. Oh, Daniel <laughs> Bezos, <Bezzer laughs> shit! And he's like, he's a he's a method he's actor. Like, he's like, give me your give me. I can't even do a Bruce Campbell, but he's like, give me your milkshake. Do <laughs> it over here to me. I can't even say that Liam Neeson's did a horrible job or anything like that. I think he did a fine job. I feel like there yeah, was a good duality to it. I think he did it. a fine job. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're I playing just, two characters, you know what I mean? You yeah, got your, I mean, he did a good job. Even though there was the gross beginning part when him and Francis are like backboning, but... I would like to have seen at least Larry Drake and Francis McDormand recast. Definitely, yeah. I thought Colin Farrell was fine. He's always a good actor, yeah. but I would like to see like Hart Boschner or something like that in that yeah. role. Like I think he would have. They been could have done like a lot of up and comings instead of doing that. I agree. Yeah. It wasn't even like I wanted him a little. I, he was fine. Well, I mean, Neeson was, was up and coming though at that time. I think. Neeson was nobody back then. Nobody knew who yeah. he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't as known as he is now. That's for he sure. He just definitely had those dirty teeth. Um, I did what I during the uh the the uh the the fair part when he was running off. I the way that he runs. Like it was just so lumbering. And oh. Like I thought he was like it looked like he was like doing a little jump oh, too when he was running. He's a tall like, guy. And yeah. Yeah. It, it was awkward. But, but no, that was supposed to be. It was emulating quasi. Oh yeah, that was okay. very That's quasi. Yeah. yeah, where he's okay. It was him like his identity's on, on the verge of oh, getting well, taken. Well, he's yeah. He's also switching over. You yeah. know, like he's kind of like. Well, he's already. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's mentally turning back into the monster. Yeah. He's yeah. he's going from normal to yeah. the monster, and he was. It was that weird, like, wah. Yeah. Wah. It was, wah. I, 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 I found it funny. It was like, 
Yeah. yeah especially she looks up and he's like clearly running through the rafters. Yeah. And she's yeah, like, oh, there he is. He cries. I don't follow you can, you can hear him crying. He's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it was great. Like it was I, I I found it hilarious. And I've watched the sequels, I don't remember them at I don't, all. I don't I don't I just I don't remember re- this weird scene with Jeff Fahey being Jeff Fahey going like <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you're going to come around here and do that. Well poor now. Jeff Fahey never had a chance. I mean, he's just that guy who's well, he started out, you know, he was in Lawnmower Man, and that yeah. was his big thing. Yeah. And then he just became the guy who took over roles when people didn't want to do sequels. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's pretty and, much all he did after yeah. that. It was like, oh, uh, I don't really want to do the sequel. Maybe yeah. we can call Fahey. You know, yeah. it's kind of like Treat Williams. It's sure. like, yeah, exactly. yeah is Treat, Treat Williams, Williams not available? Let's those call Fahey. Yeah. yeah, but those are the guys that became cult guys, yes. too. Yeah. Just because yeah. they did that, because oh, yeah. they were always ready to grow, and you know? The, yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah. I'll take Fahey, over that. I don't yeah. care. Fahey's not a bad actor. No, like, he's, he's fine. He's a very good actor. He's also not a good actor. He's not well, good. <laughs> He's okay. He's not making roles. I think he's very good, like, in certain, I guess, typecast roles. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely not like an. I'll tell you one category we don't have: it's Jeff Fahey movies because because they're going to be trash. <laughs> yeah. Um, what oh, lawnmower man? What else you got? Let's find I know, out. Like, where can you? What yeah. else do you do? Because starring roles, you're not going to find shit. He's no, always going to be a supporting actor. They're going to they're they're be. And guess the what? What was C. he in? What was he in? Like, I just, we're going to say this. What was he in Lawnmower Man? He was a retarded he person. He played a retarded person that mowed a lawn. Yes, he did. And then they're like, hey, let's make him sexy, and he's part of the he internet. He was sexy, and I did find him very attractive, which also made me uncomfortable. I was like, am I related to him? Oh, your last name. But yeah. we don't, yeah. I'm, I just thought about the retarded part. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you know. Um, um, yeah, so yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, that was Darkman. That was Darkman. That was dark, man. Um, so that way we don't forget it. What are you? What are you gonna? What are you rating it? Um, Actually, I'm gonna go to Josh yeah, first. Yeah, it's I'm gonna his go movie. to Josh. It's his movie. Well, you, you're, this is your pick. So what are you rating it? Um, I will say I gained more of appreciation for it because I, you know, um, my time working in movie theaters and not movie theaters, sorry, um, working stores. at video stores and also just a general you know, movie knowledge that I've grown over the years. I it's, it's so good. It's a three and a half. It's nothing okay. great. Okay. It's a, it's, it's like I said, you have an amalgamation of, um, or amalgamy, whatever the fuck the word is. I don't give a shit. Amalgamation. Yeah. Of all these superhero things that we've talked about the whole time. So that's a great job by Raimi. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's the acting is par good enough, you know, not like for the nineties, it's fine. You know, yes. you're not no, you're not expecting fucking Francis Ford Coppola shit or anything like that. You no. get a different Francis in so, this one. Yeah, you get a different. Yes, yeah. you like what I did yeah. there. A little <laughs> Mick. Yeah, yeah, that that's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, three three and a half. You know, I'm not, I don't even have a thing. I'm good. Okay. Well, I don't need one. I'll let you because you probably have one. I do. I do. Yeah, you, you you're welcome to it. Megan, what do you what do you think about this, huh? I'm gonna give it a three, and that oh. is, I'm giving all of the three to Ramy, and just because he, I think he did a nice job with the writing. I think it was a great idea. Yeah. I just, I think that it could have been. I think the acting could have been better. I think the casting could have been better. Actually, um, I don't even think the acting was poor. I think that the casting just was sure. off a little yeah. bit, and I don't think that's his fault. 
and uh well except for the drake thing he really wanted larry drake um but and i just i'm not i wasn't into that i think somebody else would have done a little bit better job with that i would like especially because he was supposed to be ex-military i would like to see somebody a little more um like a crew cut or something yeah Yeah, not a fucking yeah weird slop like i would actually i would like to see some treat williams in that like i think he would have been great in that role yeah Um, treats trash too Oh, I'm going to come after you. Um, he's he's great so in that kind of role. He's good as a, a military type guy. You know, Powers Booth would be great in that role. Jeff Fahey would have been better. Jeff Fahey would have been great. He couldn't. He has to take. He had to take over other stuff later. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it three. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to. Well, you want to change it, don't you? No, no. You I'm, I'm be good like, on three point five. Four. I got three point five. I'm good with okay. that. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it four uh, bobbing ducks. Oh, yeah. bobbing yeah. ducks. Yep, yep. Um, oh, because of the fair scene. The little water drinkers. No, he's talking about no, the, the, the little the, bird. The, the, oh, the, the bird bobbing, the bobbing, bobbing duck. duck. That's not. A, was it a duck or? I don't. You. I don't know what the it's fuck it was. It's a bird with a top hat. It's one of those things. I it could, see it could have been, it been an ostrich. It's like an ostrich, I think. It's an ostrich. I don't know. Or something. Like, I don't know. But it I thought like you meant duck. the ducks when you go to the fair and throw things at the ducks. Because <laughs> they were at that carnival. Sure. And I'm like, oh, it has something to do with winning prizes. <laughs> nope, nope. It's about the thing that, 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 uh, caused the, thing. that, that hit the lighter and caused ha- the explosion. I used to have one of those also for toothpicks. Oh, nice. Yes, Pretty it was cool. for toothpicks. It's called a drinking bird. Oh, a drinking bird. Okay. Okay. Four drinking birds. Four drinking birds. Yep. There you go. Four All right. Drinking birds. On um, now brings us around to our give me the juice. What you been? What you been watching, reading, um, doing? I don't know. What's new? Goodness, you know, as I had the vid last week. Oh, okay. I was sitting around the house doing nothing, and I caught up on some really great stuff. Okay. Uh, I watched um a series called the uh what is it called the, the in the man inside oh is that with is that with uh the peter capaldi uh no no, no that's it's the other stanley doctor Tucci. who it's the uh, stanley Cucci and Tucci. Stanley, stanley Cucci. stanley Tucci and the okay. other doctor who not oh, david tennant okay david, david tennant yeah. oh yeah that's yeah, right it was like the wrong doctor who right Ten- there tennant's uh like a priest or something right right okay. yeah good show it's a good show and um i it seems like what they're gonna do is um Tucci plays a a, a death row inmate who was also a, a uh, an expert in crime um okay. so he solves crimes from the inside so he's the man on the inside and um and i think each season there he's just going to tackle a different crime okay so i don't think we'll we'll be seeing tenet for so the next season Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. uh yeah what's, yeah. Uh, what's playing but by stanley coochie but it's Eng- <laughs> but it's set in england mostly oh uh, it's english eh? um, he's he's in america but the see the i think most of the show oh, are they all like are they on like um zoom uh, no, people actually travel to the states to to get his help. Oh, but um, yeah, but he's he's the 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 stuff so far happens in England. So you have these nice little towns. So you get kind of that midsummer murder feeling. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, right. yeah. Josh, I've watched a lot of stuff over the last few weeks. So, okay. Um, after watching the One Piece uh, live live action, I watched nine hundred and eighty episodes. <laughs> of the animated one. Great. How, yeah. how, how much of it did you actually like watch, watch? I would say 70%. Okay. All right. That's yeah. still a fucking goddamn 
shit ton. I but I use probably almost all my data for my internet, which is fine. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, but this last weekend, I watched The Wheel of Time, which I've read the books. It's different, but it's enjoyable. I feel like they're still off on things, I, I, but that's more on the production side. Uh, but it's enjoyable. So if, watch season one and two. Read the books; they're better. Yeah. And then I started watching um, Gen V. Okay. Okay. And I enjoy that. You know, it's the same smutty things from the boys. Um, my problem is like, so in the boys, everybody's a bunch of assholes. Like yeah. they're very self-centered, and you don't really get that from this. Like everybody's like, "Oh, we need to help everybody," and I was like, "Well, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's that that corner turn." Anyways, sure. it doesn't matter. But those are the things I'm watching. They're enjoyable. I like. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. Cool. I've been watching a, a new series. It's a, I guess it's a documentary series. It's on Netflix. It's called Encounters. Um, it is about, uh, uh, document. It's a documentary series about individuals who have close encounters of the second kind. So a lot of viewing, a lot of seeing, not a lot of mm-hmm. one like alien interaction. But there's it's it's compelling. Some of the stories, some of the some of these uh, episodes I have uh, heard. Uh, just through listening to other podcasts right. of, of similar stuff, so, but it is it is cool to actually like see the people instead of just hearing mm-hmm. about it. And there's it's a lot of stuff's compelling. Like I'm not a believer in UFOs or aliens. Like there's compelling evidence, but I don't know what the fuck it is. I I like to watch stuff like that. I don't I don't disbelieve. But I don't necessarily sure, believe either. Sure. But I'm open to hearing about it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, sometimes I'm kind of like, wow, that. Sure. My- so in the in the show, are there debunkers, or is it all just like take the information and go like, well, maybe I don't take know. the information mm-hmm. and do with it what you will. Yeah. Like, like they interview people. They try like they try to give it a fair shake. I know a lot of documentaries just try to. Debunk, really yeah. narrow, like do a narrow focus and try to just do their thesis but this one's sort of like hey these are what these people experienced you know there's 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 evidence that's been released we've if you've been on the internet you've probably seen some of these videos that that people talk about is very compelling evidence and it being recorded and and you know by military or naval naval um in the naval branch mm-hmm. um so yeah, it's a lot, it's very compelling. If you like that type of, of of series or 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 stories, yeah, yeah, it's 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 cool. Awesome, I'll check that out. Um, I'm good. We don't have any reviews to read. We don't have. No, yep, no reviews to read. So, um, yeah. Uh, if you haven't, go ahead and follow us on whichever platform that you use to listen to this uh, podcast on. Uh, you can leave us a five-star review. Um, Spotify has a, a, a comment section to where you can comment on it, or you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review there. You can email us at the amateur movie review hour at gmail.com. You can go and follow us on, on Instagram at the amateur movie review hour um i'll i still get things wrong uh, there was evidenced earlier in in this podcast so you know um 
thanks for oh, listening. Oh, your, your lady was on. Um, oh shit! What movie was it? Uh, it's, it's Captain America. Oh, so the 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 uh, so. Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Oh, Soldier. Yeah, she, I was, uh, she was a Russian. She was on that. No, she was on that. Um, that council. Oh, oh she was okay, a council okay, member. Okay, she was a okay. council member because I don't yeah. know if I oh, saw. Okay, was she, she was the blonde, the short hair blonde yeah. one. That what's yeah. her name took her face from. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, and what's your uh, what's your what's movie, your movie next, next week, week, Trevor? Oh, yes, the movie that we will be watching next week is one of my all time favorites. Well, not next week, but the next time we get together. Uh, that movie is The Crow. The Crow. Yes, I'm sure. I I don't have it, and maybe somebody has lost it, but this movie was such an influence on me that during my high school, my freshman year of high school, uh, I would, because I was hanging out with goth people and there was a goth say, girl. Yeah, there's goth involved, yeah. I, 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 did, I did the whole black black, black lipstick, the, oh. the, 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 whole, the whole makeup. Oh, my. Yes, yes. It was it was for it was it was because I was a horny young boy. This movie so. <laughs> was important to me because I had a huge crush on Brandon Lee. Okay. And um he had done only like two other things yes. before this. Yeah. And I watched them, of course, because I mean he could do the splits. Yes. You know, like he was a very like he was doing action films and then all of a sudden he was doing this crow movie. I'm like, I'll definitely be seeing that movie. And then the news came on that yeah. he was killed. Yep. And I remember when that happened, it was a big deal. I was yes. in high school when that happened. And um, and I was very very sad, like I just he was he was so handsome and he was all, like this up and coming like and, talent and, and and he was the son of Bruce Lee. Well, and then to have the same thing that happened to his dad happen to him, it's just an uncanny. He died it's, both dying young. Yeah, yeah and, and and in similar type of in, mm-hmm. uh, ac- uh, Ac- set accidents. Set accidents. Yeah. Like yes, it's very yeah. So uh, it is you can rent it on Prime or. If you have it, you could watch it yourself. I'm, I, I probably might just end up going buying the Blu-ray because I don't have it, and I'm going to. I might have it. I'll check. All right, but uh, yeah. So if you want to go, go rent the Crow and watch it, and then uh, tune in uh, for the next um, release. I can't wait till next time so I can just bash his terrible fucking acting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I I started watching it a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, ah, to be 14 again, yeah. remember what good acting is, or to know what... To not know yes, yes. To, what yeah. good to acting not know. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, when yeah. all, a pretty, all that mattered was a pretty face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Right. I'm gonna uh, let me go back. I'm okay. gonna give okay. I'm gonna give my movie three chittering teeth. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you for listening. Three and uh, a half. Sorry. I'm Trevor. I'm Josh. And I'm Megs. Uh, see you later. Bye. Toodaloo. Bye, candy boys. <laughs>